Thanks, Ms. Sherry. Uh, junior church can be dismissed. And uh, while they're dismissing, uh, Happy New Year. Who, who's enjoying the first seven days of 2024 so far? All right, well, good, good. Uh, today uh, is my dad, Freddie Pippen's birthday. Uh, some of you may have seen a couple pictures floating around Facebook uh, of him and, and my nephew, Cam. And, uh, but today is my dad's birthday. He'll be here next week, Lord willing. So uh, you can either call him today. He don't text. So, or uh, you can wait and tell him happy belated birthday next week. Um, but uh, hey, it's a good day to be in the house of the Lord, right? Um, it's good to have some people uh, back with us. Uh, Miss Marie uh, is here. Uh, so uh, it's good to have Miss Marie. Uh, do continue to pray for her. She's got some hip and some knee uh, pain happening. But Miss Marie, it's good to have you with us today. And, um, and also uh, Rick and Paula, they're not here, but I will say Rick is doing a lot better than last week. Okay, um, they, they went and stayed with Heather, their daughter, up in Edgecombe County uh, this weekend. Uh, but continue to pray for them. So, um, Leon's back with us this morning. So, uh, Leon, welcome back. We miss you, brother. Uh, he, he's had a couple of procedures, um, but he, he felt well enough, and his doctor released him to, to be with us this morning. So, uh, praise God for that. And, uh, you know, I'm sure by now most of you know about Miss Celia Wise uh, passing away yesterday morning. Um, they're saying that the funeral will probably be Wednesday afternoon uh, at Joyner's funeral home. Um, we, we don't know the times yet, but uh, hopefully today everything will be confirmed uh, as far as services go. Um, and we'll try to get an email out and, and put it on Facebook um, as soon as we know. So um, that's that. Hey, uh, Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights start back this week. Uh, Daniel chapter 7 uh, for the adult study. Uh, celebrate recovery, um, the meal. And we're having a taco bar uh, this week, uh, Miss Sarah told me. So uh, make sure you sign up for the meal uh, for Wednesday night. Uh, that'll be great. So, all right, this, uh, this morning we'll be in two different passages. Uh, two different passages will make up our main text. Uh, we're going to be in Psalm chapter 122 and verse 1. Psalm 122 and verse 1. And the other one will be uh, Hebrews chapter 10. So if you want to thumb Hebrews chapter 10, uh, you can. Uh, but uh, Psalm chapter 122 and verse 1, that's where we'll be first. And, um, and then Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25 there. <clears throat> so. So uh, as, we, as we're standing here in the threshold of a new year, it is a privilege to gather, as I said just a few minutes ago, in the house of the Lord. Man, it's great. Like John said, it's the first Sunday of the new year, and it's a privilege to be here uh, in the house of the Lord. Uh, today marks the beginning of a transformative uh, journey as we launch into a new sermon series entitled To Do's. To Do's. Uh, how many of us husbands have honey do lists? 
all right, some of us, all right. Um, so Erin, even this week, uh, she was like, she, she found an idea for our half bath in our hall with a bunch of shelves, and, and uh, I'm thinking, okay. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll hear about that at lunch today. So... Um, But in the hustle and the bustle of this life, it's easy to get swept away by so many tasks and so many responsibilities. Um, However, in the the midst of our daily grind, God God beckons us to prioritize certain essential to-dos here at Stony Brook and really with the church in general worldwide, okay, uh, that anchor our faith and shape our Christian walk. As we embark on this series, we will delve into four, say four, four fundamental aspects of our Christian journey that demand our attention and also our uh, intentionality. These four to-dos are not mere obligations, but they are essential to our growth, both individually and also collectively in the body or as the body of Christ. Together, they form a blueprint for living out our faith in a purposeful and also in an impactful way. So let's take a a look at the four to-dos real quick. All right, the first one that we're looking at today, it's all about attending church and worshiping. Uh, The second one that we'll look at next week on the 14th is going to be about tithing and giving. Uh, The third one that we'll look at on the 21st of this month is all about serving or volunteering in the church. And the fourth one and the final one uh, that we're going to take a look at on the 28th is all about being in fellowship, fellowshipping. So there you have it, the four to-dos. And hopefully these are on your list, especially as we're starting this new year. Attending church, tithing, serving and just being in fellowship. Uh, Hopefully those are on your list. So uh, as we start this new series, let us approach these fundamental aspects of our Christian walk with a heart open to transformation and a spirit eager to align with God the Father's purposes. May this new year, 2024, be marked by a renewed commitment through you, through me, through all of us, a renewed commitment to do these essential to-dos, allowing God to shape our lives and use us as vessels of his love and also his grace. So this morning, let's jump into the meat of week one sermon. Uh, It's week one, and we're going to be looking at the first thing on this to-do list, attending church and worshiping. These things are important. They are vital, and I hope that every single one of us in here agree with that, that attending church and worshiping, that we need to do these things, okay? Uh, In the unity of gathering and the call of worshiping together, we discover a powerful connection that not only enriches our spiritual lives, but magnifies the glory of God. The big idea this morning looks at how our collective worship transforms the ordinary into the extraordinary, creating a sacred space 
where joy abounds and the presence of God is magnified. Did you get part of that big idea? It says the joy abounds. You know, that's my first point this morning. Let's look at the joy of just simply gathering as the body of Christ. Uh, let's turn our, our attention to the book of Psalm, uh, chapter 122 and verse 1. This is what the psalmist declares. I rejoiced with those who said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. This passage or this verse encapsulates the joy and the anticipation that, that should fill our hearts as we gather to worship every single time. Let me ask you a question this morning. Uh, do you get excited come Saturday night just knowing that tomorrow is Sunday and that you get to go and spend some time in the house of the Lord, gather with other believers and just worship God and worship his son Jesus? Do you get excited about that? You know, we, we just went through uh, the Christmas holiday and uh, I want you to think back. Uh, now, some of you may have to think a, a little further back than others. Um, and, you know, I'm just kidding uh, about that. Um, but, uh, but anyway, do you remember going to bed Christmas Eve night? Was that hard for you to go to bed Christmas Eve night? You're just so uh, excited because the next day is Christmas and that you would wake up and you would see the gifts and the presents that were left behind. Were you excited about that? Raise your hand if you're excited. Christmas Eve night. Those nights were exciting, right? Those Christmas Eves. Um, you know, but it should be like that when it comes to coming here to church and worshiping Jesus. You know, we should have that same kind of excitement as we did when we were younger on those Christmas Eve nights. When it comes to, you know, on a Saturday night and just thinking, oh man, I'm so excited because the next day, Sunday, we're going to wake up and we're going to church and we're going to praise God. We should have that same kind of excitement. Have you ever thought about it like that? I really hope and pray that, you know, you get filled with the joy and with the excitement. If you don't, what needs to change? What needs to change in you? Do we collectively get excited about gathering and worshiping God, you know, even here at Stony Brook? And like I said, if we're not, what needs to change? You know, I'm so serious about that point right there. You know, excitement. Man, if we're not excited, what needs to change? You know, with this thought in mind about having joy when it comes to gathering and, and attending church, I immediately thought about a worship song. Uh, it's, it's more of a, a, a more recent song from Christian artist or, or worship artist Phil Wickham. Uh, this is his picture up here on the screen. Now, Phil is uh, responsible for songs called, like, Living Hope, uh, This is Amazing Grace, uh, The Battle Belongs, uh, Hymn of Heaven, and a song that we're about to look at. But um, some of you may be familiar with Phil Wickham. 
Um, but back in the year 2021, a couple years back, like I said, pretty recent, pretty recent, uh, Phil Wilkham released a song called House of the Lord, House of the Lord, and it's on his album called Hymn of Heaven. And uh, Ms. Sherry already sent me the, the set list for next week, and I will say two of his songs are on the set list for next week. So God knows what he's doing. <laughs> so uh, Hymn of Heaven and Battle Belongs, we'll, we'll be singing those songs here next week. Um, but with this particular song, House of the Lord, uh, the first line of the chorus reads, There's joy in the house of the Lord. Last week, Seth... Uh, when, when he preached, he, he gave me an idea that I can share a worship song with you uh, during, the, during the sermon. So I want to do that today. So during uh, Seth's sermon last week, he did a great job, didn't he? Uh, last week, last week. Um, but uh, we were introduced to the song Make Room last week. But today you're going to be introduced to the song House of the Lord. Now this isn't Phil Wickham's version uh, I thought, you know, because of Facebook or our Facebook live broadcast, if you play stuff that's copyrighted, more than likely, like eight times out of ten, it's going to mute you during that part. So the people watching on Facebook right now, they may not be able to hear it if I played his version of the song. So, uh, but it's the same song. It's released by another worship team or, or worship band. And uh, as a plus, uh, you're going to see the lyrics on the video, Okay. Um, so right before we check out this video, this worship song, I will say uh, on purpose there are lines going up and down the screen, okay? Uh, that's just an effect that the people who made the video put on the video, so it's not, don't blame us, okay? Um, but uh, th this song is great, and I hope you like it too. Let's check it out.
Amen, right? <laughs> what, what a message behind that song. Uh, there's joy in the house of the Lord. And like I've been talking about this morning, you know, there should be joy in each and every single one of us. Okay? Uh, we are blessed. We are blessed to be able to, to worship the Lord, the God who was, the God who is, and the God who evermore will be. He is the one who opened the prison doors and parted the raging seas. We, talking about all of us, can find joy in the house of the Lord, and we shouldn't be quiet when it comes to our worship in him here, especially in this place. You know, I'm reminded of, of what the book of Psalm, chapter 100 and verses 4 and 5 say. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. You know, we can enter the house of the Lord, you know, a.k.a. Stony Brook Church or Stony Brook Christian Church with thanksgiving and praise, knowing that God is good and his love just lasts and endures forever. We can also sing to the God who heals, we can sing to the God who saves, and who will always make a way. Jesus, his son, he hung up on that cross. He rose up from that grave, and my friends, he is still rolling stones away. We are forgiven, we're accepted, we're redeemed by his grace. And we, talking about the house of the Lord, we can sing praise. If that reminder right there doesn't get us here uh, or excited here at church on a Sunday morning, I don't know what will. On top of that, though, you know, there's other joys that we can benefit from just by coming here to church to worship. The act of coming together as a community of believers is not merely, you know, just a religious obligation, but it's an opportunity for mutual encouragement and for fellowship as well. How many of you, just by a show of hands, have close friends here at the church at Stony Brook? Raise your hand. You know, isn't it nice to connect with them, you know, especially every Sunday or maybe on a Wednesday or, uh, you know, time to time that we have special events and services going on here at the church? You know, I've heard from many people, too, that they just feel welcome here at Stony Brook Christian Church because this church has very welcoming people, people that love, people that aren't afraid to say two words, hello or welcome. And if you're going through something rough, you know, you have some folks here at the church that will give you the encouragement that you need as you're going through this, that, and the other. It's great to have that kind of fellowship, isn't it? You know, all, all of this should get you excited and just full of joy because there's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in simply gathering and attending also, this morning, uh, let's talk about unity in worship. You know, when we gather, we experience a sense of unity with our fellow believers. Our, di our diversity, the differences in us, you know, with our backgrounds, our experiences, and gifts, it converges into a beautiful tapestry 
that worships the Lord with just one voice. Yeah, you and I, we might be different, but when we come together to this place and we worship him, we do it with just one voice. Here in the house of the Lord, we find common ground in our love for God, for Jesus. You know, fostering a spirit of unity that transcends the differences that you and I have, that we have with each other. Also, how awesome is it that there is strength in numbers? Just as a single strand is weaker than a tightly, tightly woven cord, our individual faith is fortified when woven together with the faith of others. The corporate worship setting, what we do here every single Sunday morning and when we meet for study on Wednesday nights, it provides strength, it provides support, it provides accountability as we navigate through the challenges that life throws at us. Going back to March of 2020, when COVID shut down, you know, so many churches from having their regular worship service indoors. Many churches didn't go back inside for a few months. Did you miss that? Did you miss worshiping and attending church and just worshiping God, like I said, with others? You know, uh, when I was over at Christ Church in Greenville, uh, it felt so good. I believe it was May of 2020 when we got back to our normal going indoors into our sanctuary, into our worship center to praise God. Yeah, we had the, the stipulations, all that kind of stuff, six feet apart, wearing masks, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it felt good to go back inside. You know, Zoom worship or pre-recorded worship, it was good, but it just wasn't the same. Worship is so much better in person, being around others, just praising God. You know, even this past week, and this is a little extra to my sermon today, but over 55,000 18 to 25-year-olds met at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia, for the annual Passion Conference. Over 55,000 18 to 25-year-olds. Well, that's remarkable. But in our togetherness, in a situation like that, or even here weekly, when we meet, we find strength in numbers and resilience in community. Again, there is joy in the house of the Lord. Worshiping the one and only God, being united as we worship, having strength in numbers, and that mutual encouragement and fellowship, that should give every single one of us some joy and get you excited to be here every single time that our doors are open. If it doesn't, like I said earlier, there's a problem. And my friend, I would love to sit down and just have a conversation with you about maybe what needs to happen, what needs to change for you to have that joy, for you to have that excitement. You know, looking at my second point this morning, uh, number two, it's, it's the call to worship together. The call to worship together. We're called to do this. 
what you and I are doing now, we are called to do this. We are called to worship together. Let's turn over to our other main passage this morning, Hebrews chapter 10 and verses 24 and 25. There in the book of Hebrews, uh, the writer exhorts believers saying this, and I'll say the version I'm using is the ESV translation, uh, so just a heads up there. But the writer says in Hebrews chapter 10, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and also good works, not neglecting to meet together, as in the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. In verse 24, it says we got to stir up. Say those two words. Stir up. We got to do it. So we got to stir up love. And we got to stir up good works. Let's stir these things up. We've talked a lot this morning about attending church and just being here and the gathering of believers. You know, it's, it's not a social uh, activity when we do that, but it's the divine appointment designed to stir up love and also good works within us. You know, here in the corporate worship setting, uh, we have the privilege of encouraging and challenging one another to live out faith with deeds of love and acts of kindness. Our shared worship experience becomes a catalyst for positive change and transformative action in our lives and also in our community. Think here. Think Wilson. Think Wilson County. Think about this morning even. You know, there's a surplus of food and items out there in the lobby that you brought in to be given to where? Hope Station. Hope Station. They take these donations, what you have given with, you know, a, a warm and welcoming heart, and they pass those donated goods off to folks that need them right here in our community. Think about the call to worship together. We also need to encourage one another. I've talked a little bit about that, and I'm, I'm about to talk about it some more. But we need to encourage one another. The Hebrews writer emphasizes the importance of encouragement in our communal gatherings. In a world filled with trials and tribulations, there's plenty of that going on out there, isn't there? A lot of trials, a lot of tribulations, and hey, some of you even right here in this room, you are going through your own personal trials and tribulations. But with all this mess going on, the church serves as a refuge where we can find solace and support and encouragement. I talked a little about this uh, earlier or before, uh, but by simply coming here to church for worship, we fulfill the biblical mandate to uplift and inspire one another on this spiritual journey that we find ourselves on. Also, I want you to raise your hand this morning if you have been encouraged by an, a member or an attendee here at Stony Brook. Raise your hand if you have ever been encouraged by someone 
here at the church. You know, through prayer, that's a big one. You know, through spoken word, through a card, through a text, through something. A lot of you have been encouraged with whatever you have going on in your life, whether it's a sickness, a death, whatever the case may be. People here love you and they encourage you through these things. But coming to worship, it stirs up love and it stirs up good works within us. And it also gives us a good opportunity to just bounce off and encourage one another. Jesus said there were two great commandments. Love God and what's the other one? Love people. We do this. We do both when we attend church. We do both when we worship. And how great is that? You know, my friends, as we consider the words of Psalm 122 and verse 1, and also Hebrews chapter 10 and verses 24 through 25, let us embrace the vital task of attending church and worshiping with a renewed zeal. Like I said, it's a new year. Let's do that. I hope that maybe from a little bit to a lot of bit, <laughs> that you have been re-energized today. I pray that you have. It's a new year. It's 2024. Uh, you know, maybe this talk, this sermon today has been encouraging to you. With this new year and with this talk, I want you to get hyped up. Get excited. Be a new you this calendar year. You know, may each and every one of our gatherings, especially here at Stony Brook Christian Church, be marked by joy, be marked by unity, and the shared pursuit of love and good works. As we gather and as we glorify, let us fulfill our divine to-do list, knowing that in doing so, we honor God and we strengthen the bonds for our faith community. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Come, when you come, and be excited. Let's pray together. God, we love you. We just thank you so much for, wow, this this sermon, this first sermon of the new year. God, I just pray that we have been re-energized, that our excitement level is a little bit more than maybe it was before we even came here this morning. God, we thank you so much for uh, just the words from the psalmist and, and the Hebrews writer that gave us that encouragement today. And like the psalmist wrote, God, we, we should just be filled with joy every time we think about coming into your house or going to the church or being involved in something where we glorify you and your son. God, just come in here. We, we've learned so many things. Yes, we get to glorify and worship you, and that's awesome. That's the greatest thing but we also get to love on each other and encourage each other 
and we get to help our community through several different ways. I mean, Hope Station is just one, but we recently did Operation Christmas Child, and we have blessed 150 children in this world. And we do so many other things here at the church. But let's be excited. Let this be on our to-do list, to come to this place and to worship you. Maybe we struggle with that, God. Maybe we don't have the excitement. But God, I pray that we work on these things this year. And it will help us for, for years to come. Be with us now. I'm going to pray all this in your name. Amen. Hey, all I got to say is, hey, is it Wednesday night yet? <laughs> is it next Sunday? Um, my friend, I want you to have that kind of excitement. You know, I, I, I don't know if you're familiar with this illustration or this reference. Some of you may be, but a comedian, Kristen Wiig, she once portrayed a woman named Sue on Saturday Night Live uh, that would get so excited over surprises. And here's some pictures of her in that character. But uh, have Sue's excitement especially when you're throwing your hands up like that. Oh, man, about coming to worship and attending church. Do you have excitement? You know, I pray that you do. And if you don't, like I said, I want to talk to you. Maybe, maybe today or sometime this week, but let's talk soon. But, hey, we're about to sing our closing song, and uh, I'm going to be down here in, uh, in front of the communion table. I want you to come and see me if you need to talk about what we've been talking about today. And if you need to make a decision about you and your personal walk with Jesus Christ, don't hesitate. Come see me about that too. But one more thing. It's the new year. I've said that so many times today. It's 2024, first Sunday of the new year. My prayer is that you're so excited about attending church, especially here at Stony Brook, that you'll want to bring somebody with you a friend, a neighbor, a work colleague, uh, a family member. Bring someone with you here to church on a Sunday or a Wednesday night. And, uh, you know, just work on that this calendar year. Because here's a challenge for this year. Stony Brook, let's grow. All right, Stony Brook, let's grow. So if you need to talk or you have a decision to make uh, this morning, Come forward, uh, let's stand up, and uh, let, let's sing this last song.